Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George. You're listening to our review of A Quiet Place. Shh. The boys Connor. Hello. Benny. Hi. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's been very quiet. Let's do the whole episode. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely, getting out of that film, I didn't, I felt like I didn't want to speak too loudly. Yeah. It just it felt like breaking yeah. any kind of silence would be sacrilege. Yeah, certainly in the cinema, I was just. Yeah, and I, I was telling. I went. Yeah. I went to this. Um, I I was meant to go with George, but he cancelled on me the last wow. second. Yeah, yeah, it's kind wow. of a dirty it's move. Like, nah, brutal. We're not yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I ran into Lucas, and I was so glad because I haven't seen a horror film with him um, ever really. Mm-hmm. So I was I was super excited to see it. It's a friend of ours who does not watch horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't doesn't enjoy them. Well, enjoys them, but just doesn't 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 have enjoy graphic his pants. Freaks out? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was pretty freaked out. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, he he uh, told some people to to shut up basically yeah um because and, and they were just whispering but like anything you do in this film it it sounds loud it says right outside the door a quiet place yeah <laughs> no fucking talking yeah we had some kids talking in our movie it was driving me mental uh, anyway yeah. Um, um, so 2018, the quiet place, a quiet place. <laughs> we watched the trailer not too long ago. I don't think any of us were really that amped on it. I no, was, I was on record as saying I I liked the trailer. I th- I thought the movie was going to be crap. Yeah, yeah. Same. I I was a hundred percent around this. Yeah. I loved the concept, um, and I was super excited to see what um they did with it. I I like John Krasinski because um, The Office. Uh, yeah, but I like the. I, <laughs> Have I, you seen yeah. his other directorial efforts? He's done one other, two others, I think. I believe it's one. I think he's done six. Just one. I think you're a liar. Uh, <laughs> and he's directed a couple of episodes of The Office and, and some oh, other things like that. They're bad episodes, though. Um, <laughs> but no, I just I like the general uh, transformation that he seems to have made. Um, kind of done a 180 on... From like big-eared geeky dude to big-eared action star. Yeah, yeah. basically. But I um, think uh, we the issue we had with it was it looked very much like a very basic premise. You know, you can't tribe. make a sound because yeah. and then you'll die. And it looked very similar to um, what was the film we was we were sort of referencing? I am oh, Legend, mm. sort of that kind of like very mainstream muted horror, yeah, brought yeah. down to the mass audience. Like, there's yeah. probably a, a, a horror film that was made for half the budget floating out there somewhere that's probably t- two Absolutely. times better. Yeah, like yeah. this is the thing most people are going to see. Well, there's some awesome Bloomhouse thing over yeah. here that's really yeah. cool. But uh, look, all right, so and that, not to mention the fact that it's from Platinum Dunes, Michael Bay's production company, which yeah. um, I only realized as the movie started, I was like. Huh? Yeah, well, they only make shitty Halloween remakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so yeah, this is the the kind of um, John Krasinski's. I it's not his directorial debut, but it's the one that seems to have you know kind of launched him as, on, as, as a yeah, it's very hard to go into this with low expectations because the word has been incredibly strong. Yep. Yeah, at the time of watching, for most of us, I think the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score was one hundred percent. It's ninety seven now, so yeah. sucked in the quiet place. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I went in with high hopes. Um, I think, yeah, I was I came out thinking that those hopes were satisfied. Like it, I was really sold on this film. It's got a very um, simple and solid uh, concept, um, and I think it's got a really solid execution. Mm. I thought that um, there was a risk of it kind of um, falling in love with its own premise too much, um, but I think that they broke that up really well. Um, they were kind of self-aware of where the the limit of that um, of of that premise could be mm. placed. But yeah, I was I was really sold on this film. I really loved it. And and John Krasinski's doing and and Emily Blunt are doing the kind of rounds right now. And they've been mentioning that this is really not only a horror film but mostly about 
of, of uh, film about family. Yeah, they've got I, great chemistry. Those two. Oh yeah, they should. They should date. They should do something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, I you know when the word is that strong on a movie, I I, I can't help but get pumped. And you know when the movie starts, I'm like, okay, this better be fucking good. <laughs> and then the expectation yeah. comes onto the movie to be good. And uh, I yeah, it was very good, very tense, very solid was the word you used. I think that's mm. a great way to put it. I think um, you know, I wouldn't say there was a huge amount of flair to it or anything, but it was just a really solid movie that I, I, you know, kind of struggled to fault and a good watch. Very, um, very contained, you know, it's telling one little story about this one group of characters in this, uh, huge high concept situation, um, which I really like. I like when the world's just kind of hinted at to other stuff. Five cast members total. Mm. So, um, and, uh, it uh, it kind of reminds me a lot of a couple other movies that I like more. So it suffers a little bit in that regard. I think there's, there's a lot of signs in this movie. Yeah, dude, that's so. that's I got that uh, that very vibe so. very strongly. Yeah, which which is a movie I think is the family drama in this sort of otherworldly context. Yeah, yeah. in yeah. the middle of a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I, I like signs, and I think that movie um, has a lot to say thematically as well. That yeah. really grabs me, and and Shyamalan's direction I think is uh, par excellence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his cinematography is, um, is yeah, and also well. one that uh, you've heard about a lot from me. Um, it comes at night. Oh uh, yeah, very similar kind of family situation in a remote house oh, location okay. in the middle of nowhere during a sort of uh, what's going yeah. on. So kind Do you of, know what it also reminded me a little bit of? Um, is it follows? Kind it of follows. yeah, because they simple, follow. Uh, simple concept. Um, kind of extrapolated into a movie. This movie could have um, really used a synth score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah, just, I, I got that vibe. Um, got, I, and I, I like that vibe. I, I really enjoy when they take simple <laughs> horror concepts. And You're a liar, of, Connor. <laughs> you haven't seen it, Follows. You haven't seen it, Quiet Place. <laughs> um, I don't actually watch movies. Yeah. Uh, for me, it. Uh, came out, loved it. Mm. Really, really loved it. I think contained is the word. Mm. 90 minute runtime. 90 minutes. I didn't minutes, actually yeah. know. Yeah, I, got I actually dot. didn't know it was that short. So mm. when it ended, I was like, holy fuck. Mm. I thought there was another 20 minutes to go, but you know, that was great. Yeah. I'm glad. You know yeah. me, I'm a, I'm one of my pet peeves is when things overdo themselves. Oh, yeah. I love a you lean, out, mean you machine. Out, man. And that's what this was. That's um, something you get often a movie ending before you expect it to. Yeah. Like, Cause seriously. That, that doesn't really happen Most with big movies. Like, Fucking I was like, up. yes. I, was, I yeah. thought, I thought John Krasinski and Emily Blunt in particular, I loved her performance. Mm. Yeah. She was fantastic in this. Loved the concept. What's this movie about George? Um, yeah, am I doing the... You got to do it. Yeah, okay. We've done ours. Let me do... Um, yeah, anyway, I just, I just thought this was fantastic. A few little nitpicks here and there. and Yeah. But uh, in terms of um, a premise, um, yeah. damn, this is going to be tough. <laughs> Should have probably started with it's this. Real simple um, it is really simple. Post-apocalyptic... No, uh, you blink. He's got to learn to do it himself. If you blink, you die. <laughs> if you blink, you die. That's it. That's the tagline. Um, if they sound, hear you, you they hunt you. <laughs> make a that is the tagline. Make, make a sound and you die. Um, these This family of five uh, lives out in a rural part of the United States in some post-apocalyptic world that um, is, you know, not really explained um, at the beginning of the film. And, um, you know, if they make a sound that's loud, they die. And they die pretty swiftly. And um, there's some pretty brutal stuff in this mm. film. And that's really all you need to know. I don't yep. think you need to know much more than that. Totally. Um, that's kind of the extent of it. And what I loved about this film, to kick things off, is really the visual storytelling. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's what, like 10 pe- b- 
bits of dialogue in this, maybe at a guess. Mm. You know, it's all subtitles, sign language. You know, they're really, really cool. keeping quiet in this film, and they've told John John Krasinski, Krasinski. told the story <laughs> in a very succinct very effective way to convey exactly what needed to be conveyed mm. with the visuals. And you couldn't tell the story like this particular way. The story was told was perfect for film. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you and, couldn't do it with dialogue just because yeah. of the premise. Yeah. So, and I love that. I love it when a, a, a film utilizes the medium. A lot of yep. newspaper clippings. Yeah. <laughs> tell I thought, I thought well. they did um, that very well, like explaining what happened in the world. Yeah. I mean, getting you up to speed, um, you know, that, that was, I thought it was really well done. I would say it was a touch overdone, like 10% overdone, but we can get to that in spoilers. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm interested I, to hear you guys, your, your thoughts on that. Yeah. Because I felt that was quite left alone. It was really yeah. about the family. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think really it, liked that. The necessary exposition was swift and, and you know, done, I think, uh, shown rather than told, really. Mm. Yeah, but there were um, definitely moments where there were... Um, you know, visual cues telling the story. Where I was like, yes. "Why would someone have that?" Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but that's that's just that's storytelling. I mean, yeah. some things you just have to put out for the audience. Um, yeah. Look, can we go through the cast really quickly? I think that's a good place to start. Um, you know, you mentioned Emily Blunt um, giving an awesome performance. I I tend to agree with that. Yeah. I thought she was really stellar. I thought she was um, top of the pile here. Yeah, and I mean, considering that there's like two actors in this. You know, well, not including I mean, the kid actors. Um, if you're under 11, you're still an actor. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, uh, I think John Krasinski has actually mentioned this, that, you know, Emily Blunt's just, she's yeah. she's really good. She's great. And she's a star because obviously he directed this film. And generally when you have a director starring in their own film, they kind of take a little uh, secondary uh, role to, yeah. to someone else, I find. Um, he, he does a solid job as well. Oh, yeah. I, I was think. really impressed with him. And there's a lot of people that I was talking to that were like, oh, I hope he does. There's uh, one person that mentioned, I hope he does his gym look to camera. And I was like, if he fucking does that, I'm done with this film. <laughs> I, was, I wish I was, he did do that. <laughs> um, but he, uh, I, th- I thought he, he, he nailed it. He, he grabbed that character. And, and for an actor that we've seen play one thing for like 10 years, I thought it was really encouraging to see him you know, be able to branch out and, and tackle a character that was completely different. And I, I think um, what I respected about him in this film, we saw this last year with Jordan Peele with Get Out, is a comedian, a guy who's sort of pigeonholed in comedy, yeah. uh, come out and do a really strong horror film. He's been on a big action bender, though, for a while now. Yeah, he did 13 his... hours. and Yeah, yeah but I stuff. still feel like he's still that co- comedy guy. Like, mm. uh, that's what I always think of him as. Um, well, and... he's Jim Halpert, like he, and, he, and he was for 10 years. Jim it's Halpert. hard. Is that what they called him in the American one? God. <laughs> God, sure. Terrible. What is he? What is he in, in the uh, British one again? Uh, Jim Martin something. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's Jim. I'm pretty sure it, it is Jim Helper. Jim something. Is he? Oh fuck it. Yeah. yeah, fuck you. You fuck shit. that up if that's the truth. There's no helpers. <laughs> There's no helpers in Britain. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, um, we have uh, Millicent Simmons, the young deaf actress who played yeah. the daughter. And and John Krasinski actually pushed really hard to get a deaf actress for this. Okay. Um, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, she um, was she was great. She had a lot um she was a lot to do in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the writing for that character, like I I I understood the function of it. Mm. But sometimes I was like, "Oh man, come on kid." <laughs> like, really? Yeah. You know, like what the fuck, That's man? The you guys know what's up. Like we're at this stage. You guys know the drill. Like 
Uh, like, I, think, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, we can talk about this here, with the spoilers. That's the trouble with kids in movies because kids are dumb and they make stupid decisions. And in real life, you want to slap them, but you can't. Yeah. But, in, but then when they're in the movies, well, you especially can't because you yeah. can't even reach into the screen. Yeah. It's like, stop making stupid <laughs> decisions, dumb kid. But uh, yeah, I, look, I, I thought as far as her acting ability, she was really spot on. Mm. Also, the other kid. Um, he was all right. His name. Noah Jupe. I thought he was great. Yeah, so did he I. Was he, all right. His role was to play like just a, just a terrified child Dude, the whole he, time. Dude, he yeah. basically played how I would react if I was that age. And I would be fucking scared <laughs> if you were that age. <laughs> Shitless. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd definitely be the John, the John Krasinski character in that, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Where are you, Jim? <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought he did a really good job of, you know, know playing that character For, and i was yeah, like I, yeah i really bought his wild-eyed terror <laughs> the yeah whole time. seriously um but yeah look uh, i thought the the cast it, it's hard to talk a lot about this film without going into spoilers just because as i said it's a very simple concept yeah and, and everything that i you know i wouldn't recommend anyone i you know we should probably have put this at the beginning but like if you haven't seen it just stop listening to this go and watch it yeah. like it's it's best to go in with as little information as possible because mm. i think that that's really what makes this film excellent yeah um it's not a twist or anything it's just you know yeah the, the, the it's a very simple concept that under other directors uh um you know under their responsibility it would be bland and it would yeah. be super rudimentary definitely but i feel like this has it had a lot in there to keep me interested the whole time. And in terms of like suspense mm. and being on the edge of my seat, yeah, like this hit the bill. Like every scene I was, I was worried. Really hit yeah. the nail on the yeah. head. Yeah. Um, I think the, uh, the strength of this movie compared to others that maybe fail is just the focus on the characters and the family yeah. unit. Um, yeah. That's what really holds it together. It's all about family. Um, I think it's before like the we Fast and the Furious, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> exactly. Like Put this up on the movies. shelf right next to um, them. Yeah. Before we get into spoilers, I, I think we can talk about, in a very broad sense, the the design of the um, just of everything around the film. So I liked the way that they set up, you know, how they keep things quiet, um, the way that the house is set like up. The felt, I love the little felt figurines with Monopoly. Yeah, mm-hmm. things like, like the, the, it's clever. Cool little touch. That's and, a, that's that is clever because it's such an iconic thing. The little metal. Yeah, um, Monopoly things. Yeah, and then um, that that those kind of little moments are what sells the concept more, and you're in tune with what these guys have to do day to day. Yeah, so I thought that that they designed everything they and kind of thought through everything fairly yeah. well. Um, I was pretty impressed with that. Um, having said that, I, like I said, I don't think there's much more we can talk about without getting into spoilers. Um, and uh, yeah. I think we should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, pause it now, go see it, and, and maybe come come back when you have. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so if we can go through one thing that I think... Are we in spoilers now? Yeah, this is official oh, spoil okay. territory. Oh, crap. Um, the, I think I just as a final, like, I oh, yeah, we yeah, all give, recommend that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, watch you seem movie, to yeah. be... Terrible. <laughs> it's pretty clear how we all feel about it. Like, go, go see it. Just, I loved it. Just throw your TV out the window. Right Check it out. Now. Yeah, don't, don't, um, don't let the, the tomato meter ruin it for you because... Uh, yeah. I think it was you kind of said this about Get Out. You know, when a movie is rated that highly, and you go in and it's just a movie, you're like, "Oh man, I was expecting yeah. like an orgasm or something." Yeah. That's what a lot of people say about Black Panther. There's like, wow, totally, it was overhyped. Yeah. It was overhyped. It's like that's the highest grossing movie yeah. ever made in the history of man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I would stress that this is just a taut little thriller. Yeah. Don't don't go nuts, but yeah, it's uh, definitely worth a watch. It's a good film. Yeah. Um, all right. So first thing I wanted to talk about, um, and this in is one spoilers. of spoilers. In spoilers. Ooh. And genuinely, one of the the really high points for me for this film is the uh, creature design. 
Yeah. I loved the, not only the way, the CGI and the actual look of the creatures, but just the design of the creatures I thought was so cool. Mm. I love the crab hands. It felt like something between Venom and HR Giga. Yeah. Like, it's a very Cloverfield universe to me. Yeah. With the giant arms and stuff. Yeah. You, you could so easily retrofit this film into the Cloverfield. I think I read that Paradox somewhere. universe. 100%. Yeah. I, see, yeah. I, was, uh, I wasn't immediately blown away. But like, when we were just getting very tiny glimpses, I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of big and cool and scary. Um, when you first start getting good looks at them, it's um, when their heads open up and you keep seeing the, the, like the ear thing inside their head. And I didn't, I don't know, I kind of didn't love didn't the look love of that. that. But towards the end, when the head was just like opening up like yeah. full on, that was so gross and that really so that. cool. Yeah. And it, it, it's disgusting. You know, that's the thing with those <laughs> monsters is you don't want to fully be able to realize them. You know, it was always moving and hmm. I felt like that added to... I know. It just I I understood that decision. I, also, I think it was a great decision. I also loved how deadly they made the creatures. Yeah, like that kid never like that. So we can also talk about that first scene. But mm. that kid never stood a chance. This is the bit of the trailer that um, people have seen where the kid's uh, little shuttle goes yeah. off. Yeah, and you be watching the trailer like fucking idiot. Why would yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. let that happen? And in the movie, they they set it up so it's still a bit like, oh, what are you doing? But then yeah, the kid gets fucking punished for it. Seriously, <laughs> and that that was that that first scene kind of set the the tone yeah. for the rest of the movie like totally. the fact that they just took that little kid out in the first 10 yeah. minutes and, and it's like, like fuck a year later yeah great economy of storytelling mm. yeah yeah seriously um the threat but, was just like i felt like that that first time you saw the creature i was like expecting more of a bug kind mm. of thing because you didn't see the sort of venom-esque head I agree yeah. yeah and then that came in which i quite liked mm. yeah and i just love how it was just this black mass like just cutting through shit and then um, but that, what I liked there is that it went from day 89, I believe it was, mm, and yeah. it skipped to sort of 480. Yeah. So I really liked that, you know. Year later. Yeah. And I also liked how it didn't explain a lot about the world. Yes, there was newspaper clippings and stuff, but I couldn't tell you what happened um, in the world. And mm. I liked how it was just more about the family. Yeah. Like we didn't have to know what This is the reality are, that you live in. Where are they it. from? What is their motive? I like, definitely that like, wasn't the thing. I definitely like that it didn't feel the need to over explain it or um yeah. you know, have a little montage of the beginning showing the fall of man yes, or anything. It's just exactly. like this is where we're at. Uh that's why, uh, again, It Comes at Night, I think, is so amazingly strong because it does so much less world building than this movie does. Really? And I just find cool. it so fucking tantalizing. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah so this, I must this, check that out, man. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to rail on this movie because of that movie, but this does just feel like um, maybe a slightly more mainstream version of that film. Um, yeah. Wait, which It Comes at Night are you talking about? It Comes at Night. Okay. What? Was there two? Was there a remake of that one? No. Okay, I'm just imagining things. No, sir, I'm thinking of let the right one in. My bad. Yeah, yeah. my bad. Yeah. Um, the yeah. So I, I liked the way that they set it up. I liked that first scene. I thought it just kind of explained all you needed to know, like the yeah. rules of the universe, hmm. um, so to speak. Um, following on from that, I loved, um, I loved the 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 family dynamic. Um, I loved the tension that you had between the, the father and the daughter. Mm. Yes. Um, I really liked the kind of slow build up and set up and I loved investigating the world that they lived in and how they seemed to survive as long as they did. Mm. Do you know what I found myself guessing throughout this entire film though? Mm. What did John Krasinski and Emily Blunt do in their previous life? Like what was the professions? Mm. I assumed he was some kind of engineer. I was yes. assuming she was a nurse. That's just, the, that's the, the, the literally the two things I was thinking before you said it. Yeah. yeah. 
um, just then. That makes sense. But I, I didn't think about it during. And the I love how they never explained it. And I love that you can like they somehow told us without telling us. Like yeah. we both got the same indication that this is where yeah. their strengths lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love that. One thing, if we're sort of jumping around a bit here, that I don't know, it shouldn't really bother me, but it bothered me a little <laughs> bit was um, there's a scene where John Krasinski and the kid go to the waterfall. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, stand near something loud mm. and they won't hear you. Mm. And then later on in the basement, you get Emily Blunt going behind the little waterfall. Mm. It's like, waterfalls <laughs> equals safety. You know, and Water I was like, weakness. yeah, you know, like I was just like, uh, you know, as I said, it's a weird nitpick, but for some reason, like that was really one of the only things in this film that, but seemed, I don't, that didn't really like, I was just like, oh, okay. That seems pretty rudimentary. I thought everything else seemed a little more sophisticated than that. Yeah. I feel um, like, but as I said, it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. That that's probably being a little bit too nitpicky because when you think about it, she wasn't making much noise. So the, all she needed was a little, something, the whole concept that they explained when he was at the waterfall is that you can be as loud as, or just, you know, slightly less loud than the thing around you. Yeah. So if that thing is dripping around, yeah. it's going to hear the, the dripping. And this is very A to B though. It's like, here's a waterfall. Yeah, I know. Yeah, waterfall, waterfall, yeah. yeah. and that, there was kind of like, uh, but anyway, as I said, very small, but a great scene, I thought, that one of her down in the basement. Yeah, that I, was that was the, the highlight. When yeah. that thing yeah. goes under the water, it's like, oh, oh I, I so, literally, oh. I, I said, get fucked. So when she's that down happened. there with a newborn baby. She's pregnant for a large duration of this film, which is just uh, heroin. We should talk about <laughs> bad, that scene as bad well. Bad situation, yeah. Um, yeah, her, her three minute labor. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, pop that was, thing right out of It's like, boom, there's a baby. I've got to get this thing out. <laughs> I said to Ashley and I was like, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure that's not how this works. That's the bit where she stands on the nail. Oh. oh. So that was, that was well set up. As soon as that, like, as, as soon as I gave that shot of that nail, the final oh. destination shot. Oh, my <laughs> God. That that was more stressful than actually seeing her step yeah. on the nail because you're like, I, I wonder who it's going to be. I'm wondering when it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, how does this? Oh, yeah. God, it was a great moment. It felt out. a little more playful than anything else in yeah, this film because yeah. it was so clearly set up. It's like, yeah, it's like Home Alone or something. Uh, yeah, um, um, and you're like, oh, who's gonna step on it? And it turns out to be the woman whose water just broke. Which yeah, is yeah, fucking like, fuck me. She had she had a rough go. And then it. later on, the kids walking down the stairs, and you're like, fuck, ah, you hit the nail, and it just walks past and. Well, she, oh, she pointed it out. Does. I actually I caught oh, that. Out. She? she pointed out the nail. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah. I, I was that. really hoping one of the creatures would step on it. <laughs> like, at the end, when it comes down, steps on it, falls down the stairs. <laughs> what, um, um, what were you going to say, though, about the, the basement scene? Um, Holding the baby. I, I don't know. I, it, if, you, if you were nitpicking this film a bit, and I want to I get into that because I want to jump on that, man. <laughs> um, I, I found the world in general, it's like... Having played a lot of video games where distracting people with sound is a big part of it, I don't feel like they were utilizing that to the full effect. The characters, maybe. Like, I don't know if you guys have played The Last of Us, very similar to this in a lot of ways. I where missed there's it, these blind creatures, mm. the zombie creatures that. It's not um, true. I played the first 20 minutes. Yeah, that you have to um, distract <laughs> and you have to get around. They can't see you, but you just have to make noise to distract them. And it's like, you know, when the kid's little shuttle goes off, just chuck it into the forest. It's going to keep making noise. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's attracted to that noise, yeah, just there it goes, and then he could have walked like five meters in the other direction, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I can excuse that it's a dumb kid. Who knows? He's four years old. Whatever. But um, I feel like just on that thought, like just set up some giant speakers in the middle of the field or something, and if some someone smashes a lantern in the house, hit a button, turn that speaker yeah. on, everything rushes towards that, 
Hey, fuck it. Set up some dynamite there as I, well. I can't help but <laughs> yeah. feel that the reason, like the part of the thing that got, or that, that, that I kind of explained it in my mind mm. was that they would only use it as a very last resort. And that's kind of what the fireworks were. Mm. Um, but that also means that every other creature is going to be drawn to that. Uh. So while you're only perhaps dealing with one at, at the time, if you make a louder noise, that then draws a possibility of several more. And then once they destroy that sound, mm. you then have two or three to deal with. So I, th- I think that while on, on a small scale that is feasible, mm. I don't think that it's, you know, I don't know whether they thought this far through it, mm. but I, I don't think that you could have necessarily, for example, just set up some big speakers. That being said, a- they did set up the fireworks, which I thought was interesting because up to that point, I wasn't sure if they were attracted to just any noise or kind of noise that was clearly coming from life. Obviously, the shovel yeah. at the beginning doesn't. Yeah. I think it's, but, um, it's my, a sharpness of noise. I feel yeah, like my indication, like, yeah. It was a spike. Anything yeah. that's is not kind of around the the, the natural environment. So no, like whi- wind whistling yeah. through trees yeah. or you know creeks. Yeah. yeah. But then, so but then, based on what you're saying, which I think makes a lot of sense. But after they do set off the fireworks, they still only have the three to deal with that they already had. So they did. Yeah, I think it, again. I think that was a very last minute thing. Like if they're fucked, you you need them out of the house. Mm. But, but just on a very simple, on just on a very simple level, like in the Last of Us, like if one's coming for you, just throw a bottle at a wall, like five meters away. Yeah, there it goes. I felt um, one issue that I had with the sort of logic of this, and now the idea has completely left my mind. I've been sitting <laughs> oh, here no. like chewing oh, no. on this. Yeah. Um, holy crap, this sucks. Do you want me to let you think, and I chuck another yeah. one in? Yeah. Um, so John Krasinski very heroically sacrifices himself. We've, we've already talked oh, about this, talked Connor. About this, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he, has a, he has a big old axe and he throws it down and is like, Mah! Can we just, yeah. before you get into the nitpick, can I mention what an awesome scene that is? I love that scene. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a little, like, I don't know, his scream seemed a little funny. Like, he could have I like, loved his scream. I, I thought it was like, so hey, emotive. <laughs> uh, like, I would have been swearing at that motherfucker. Yeah. Holy shit. I wouldn't just be like... <laughs> I don't think it would have made as quite an impactful scene if he had done that. Hilarious. Um, um, but then, yeah, he throws his axe down and this thing runs at him and just kills the shit out of him. I'm like, this thing is going to kill you and it's going to go after your kids. Take a swing. Just take one swing at its face. Like, so, if, if, it's, if its crab head's going to open up um, so it can Try and you, swing for it, just, yeah. Just, give it a go so yeah. there's there's two things that that i have i take issue with that with that issue mm. um first of all is how could he sign to his daughter that he loves her yes cute very um, funny yep <laughs> uh if, if he if he still Is has he? an axe in Holy his nice. hand yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and uh so i think that it, it's important that i also think that it it in in terms of storytelling it's important as an indication that he knows he's not going to survive this. Mm. And, and, you know, I think it's, 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 a. I think the ridiculousness of the scene, you know, I say in quotations because I don't think it's that ridiculous, but mm. I think the, the nitpick that you could possibly take is far less impactful than the impact of seeing him accept his fate. And this is really what the movie boils down to. What mm. would you do to save your kids? And he is not under any illusions that he's going to survive this. This is, I'm giving up so that my kids can have a chance to survive. And I, I agree. I think it works thematically, but just logistically, like what I was saying before, and I hate to get caught up on this stuff, but I guess just after playing The Last of Us, like he should have just gone over to that shed or whatever his next room, just bang the axe on there a bit and, and then walk the, the other way. Yeah. yeah or just... But I can't help but feel that, that you know, 
It's like, look, and he can that stand can by. Own. And if, if he still has to scream and draw it to him, he can. But just then like get it away from the car That's first. thematically... Because like as a father, you know... As a, as, are you a father? As a father, <laughs> quite possibly. Um, <laughs> as a father... It's important for him to look after his kids. A huge part of that is him staying alive. Yeah. Like he can't look after them if he's checking out, you know? Yeah. I think I think ultimately, you know, he could, you know, try and distract it as long as he want, but the his resources are relatively depleted. When he throws that axe and, you know, obviously this thing realizes that it's a short, sharp shout, sound, and once he realizes that it's not a living thing that it's hit and that there's no more noise coming from there, he's gonna find the dad pretty quick. Mm. Um so I think that I again, like I think it's just the way that they set up these monsters, it's pretty much if they hear you, you're fucked. Mm. Like I think that's that, generally yeah. like, except yeah. in every other case where yes, they get yes, heard. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> but I think like I think that you know, uh, you know, in in that instance, I agreed with the decision for him to just throw down the axe. And look, I really loved that scene. Yeah, I, so. I I was so around it. I I really wanted him to survive this. Mm. Um and um, should have taken a swing. Yeah, and and <laughs> to be honest, it's like place. the realization really too fucking up my my flow here, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I just yeah, I, I was really around that scene. I thought it was um, yeah, yeah, I was taken right out of it. I'm like, this guy should no, put like more it, effort in. I think that's your fault then. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, found... I would I would have tried to save my kids, yeah. not just die. <laughs> I found um, one, one not necessarily a nitpick on issue, but something that could, I think, could have been done a bit better was, you know, we jumped from day 80-something to day 400-and-something. Mm. Like, wouldn't, you know, they had that soundproof area downstairs where she, you know, when they pull the mattress yeah. over the top, like, figure that out. Like, soundproof or that shit. You know? sleep in there every night. Yeah, like, <laughs> I felt like they could have. Do you know where they sleep? Uh, where did they sleep? There's no scene of them sleeping, so they very yeah. well could sleep. They could there. have. I just felt mm. like this is the quiet room. Like, get your asses in here. You know, I feel like there should have been that sanctuary yeah. established. Like, what are you saving it for? It's like well, that's the first obviously. thing I would well, yeah. fucking do if I lived in that mm. world. No, see, I, I don't. Because all right, I, I'm, if we're gonna get into the nitpicks, then we'll get into the nitpicks. You, you, um, you soundproof your current living space first. So they have to, you know, if, if they're building a soundproof room, they still need to live in the normal house. Mm. So your priority is to make sure living in that normal house is as soundless as possible. Yeah, but they made no attempt of that other than making felt monopoly. They did, they quite obviously well, the did. Credit, the credit I'll give it is that it, since it is day 400 and whatever, clearly they've probably been living quite well for a while. Like they haven't had any issues since the first child died. So may, maybe at first they were just like, bunkered down under a mattress you know not doing anything but they've ventured out and gotten a bit more bold because quite possibly you know there should have been like a sign days without incident or days without <laughs> child death i just 400. felt like that just like pulling the mattress over mm. you know and now we're in this and area. now the baby can cry i don't know man i just wanted a little bit more than that mm. um it, and as i said very minor nitpick and the only other thing to that as well is you know, at the beginning you see the fire, you know, he puts up the fire and then you can see mm. the surrounding, um, I guess, field, other little, little sort of survivors, mm. um, you know, putting up their fires. And I thought, you know, whilst I did like that it was just the one family, mm. I wish that it, there's kind of like a little bit more because they, they, they weren't that far away, Not at the all. other survivors, yeah. and they, but they still felt very isolated. Yeah. And you yeah. really felt like it was just four people. And I thought, like, I they like shouldn't that, have though. gone for that, maybe. I was like, why didn't they just 
get those guys to help them. It well, was because like they how, were how, do, how do you communicate to them? Ta- well, that's the thing. It's like maybe they could have, you know, how do you communicate? Maybe you, he was doing he was doing a Morse code at one stage. Yeah, so. but they have to be on the, you know, you can't just have a microphone but, that but you do. But throughout that, that whole sequence, throughout the whole movie, they never, they never brought it in any of those surroundings. I, I, I like that. I like the idea that they, they <laughs> like, said so, that they're not the only ones there, but even though they are very close, they are in essence alone. But then what's the point of being around each other? Then I think it's 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 interesting to to explore the fact that they're not like the it, it makes you feel almost more alone, the fact that there is someone close enough that they could potentially do something. Not sure mm. what they would have done, but that they could potentially do something, but there's no way to reach them. Can't even talk to them. No feasible way to get to them. But he did SOS on the the, yeah, but he was, he was calling Japan or some shit. Like, that wasn't to his yeah, neighbors. No, I, I don't know. He just crossed out Tokyo. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I it was like, Tokyo, I, just, uh, I just finished, you Dubai, know, messaging yeah. Tokyo. Tokyo. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Hello, Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tokyo, no one there? Okay, bye. Pokemon. <laughs> and, and also, it's, it's quite um, probable that they couldn't communicate with anyone. I mean, yeah. I know it's been like a year and, and change, but who knows if anyone else knows sign language or uh, Morse code or anything. Like, they have a deaf daughter, so they... Um, have a way they can communicate. Yeah, I, I think I that's. I, I just feel like I I I, I like that idea. I, I think that's cool. Like, there's these people here, but we can't tap into them, and that makes me feel more even more alone. I think that's cool. Um, there's just something about it that I, I don't think it was fully realized or explored. Well, I what would have you see, had? Like, I, I, I just think that's a really unfair. Another, just another, a reaction shot when the fireworks are going off of them, going like, "God damn it!" Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. Just really another for party. Yeah. Some kind of other reference to it throughout the film, or you know, some other acknowledgement of it, or just something else about it. Because it's very quickly, like, never, like, glance yeah. over and never no, referenced You know, again. I'm the exact opposite. I like that they had one scene where they said there are people that are relatively close, but that. They're, they're never referenced again because there's no way for them to feasibly, you know, communicate with them or for them even to help. Like, what would have they done? Like, How about that dickhead in the woods? Oh, yeah. Fuck it out. guy with a oh, oh, man. That, that, when he's, like, getting ready to, like, explode, the way yeah, that his face goes. Like, very, mm. very odd. I thought that was an odd casting choice, to be honest. Yeah, I, love, I liked man. it. I thought it was so you, weird. You look like a Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but that yeah. was an intense scene, though, because you're just like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I was like, what a dick, though. Like, yeah. Why? Wait until just they're wait gone. wait until they're gone, yeah. That is the like, one. All right, if, gonna I am gonna, kid. if I am going to think of one nitpick, that would probably be it. Because when I was watching it, I was like, if he screams, that's like an, a needlessly dickhead move. There's <laughs> like, no reason for him to troll. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been under a bridge. Like, wait. <laughs> just, like, just wait 10 minutes until I'm not here with my fucking kid. Why would you? I really like, wish there was a moment after he screamed where Krasinski was just like, fucking up. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of just like oh, as he's running away. I bet you know flip, sign language. Flipping the bird as he's like carrying his son. <laughs> cool scene though when the thing actually came and the poor yeah. kid's just like <laughs> oh yeah, and that's kind of what I meant. That kid was when the when John Krasinski first talks, and um, it's a really cool scene because you haven't heard him talk the entire time, and mm. I thought that was really. I didn't love that. I didn't love that he got under a waterfall and just like yippee ki because I'm like. Needless well, I know to, you feel like you're safe under here, but that seems like a risk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love the kid's reaction, which is like, "The fuck are you doing, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing We're this?" Like, I, I get the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> whoops! Well, I have to go back. Or I guess we both won yeah. one piece. <laughs> um, yeah. So all right. So look, nitpicks aside, I think that you're both wrong with those. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. But uh, uh, to get back to a more impactful part I loved about this movie was um, the after John Krasinski goes bye-bye, um, the daughter coming down and seeing the hearing aids mm-hmm. and just breaking down, yeah. that got me. That really that was, got real, me. That was a really good payoff, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of her realizing. Nice put together. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, God, we've done so much Nipica already. We haven't even talked about the hearing aid, like the whole uh, the Hail Mary yeah, sound, yeah. which um, I don't even want to get into too much. I don't, I don't think it was perfectly executed. So um, we, it seems, seems like a, a very convenient way for them to um, solve the whole alien invasion problem, yeah. or whatever it was. Again, I, 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 um, we, we've had the conversation around like why this may or may not have worked. I, again, I liked it. Um, I mean, they have to have some way to win. Otherwise, mm. they just die. Um, That's all good. She fucking freaked out on me. Um, so good, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I I thought it was good. Like, if you're going to have some, and this is what did kind of remind me of Signs a little bit. The, mm. you know, the water, like, oh my God, it's water. Yeah. But I thought this was executed the Achilles better. Hero. Yeah, I, I, I so thought I would this say was it was executed, executed a little better, but I would say... In signs, that's kind of the whole point. It's a movie about faith and miracles. Yeah. So when it comes this completely random, stupid solution at the end, it's like okay, that's kind of feeding into what the you've point. been yeah. moving towards. Yeah. Whereas, whereas this was, it was fine. Yeah, but, but it tied it, in with the dad and the daughter. Yeah, and, I liked it. You know, yeah. and it, the, you know the last scene was great. Yeah, if, yeah. What if, if tonally so, a little um, different than can, the rest of the. Can film. we talk about that? The last like loved it. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, mm. which is a complete and utter tonal shift from what has been 99.9% of the movie mm. to this last 15 seconds of her pumping that shot. I fucking loved it. it I cool. thought that it was, was cool. so it, it good. It felt earned, yeah. It did remind me of the ending of Skyline a bit. <laughs> I don't know if Skyline. you guys even remember that Skyline? part of the movie. But the, 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 Russo, movie. The, the Not the Russo brothers, the Spirit brothers. The Spirit brothers, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure no one out there has seen oh, this fucking man. thing. It's, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. But the end is like one of the main characters becomes like some badass alien giant oh, warrior and there's yeah. all these other things coming for them. It's like, all right, get ready to fight. And they're the green Dude, one. Cut and the, the bad ones are the brown ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, this is kind of like that. Okay, well, don't sully this awesome ending no, with no, the I'm fucking not, I'm not comparing it in quality but it just reminded me of that yeah. when when it's just like if there is a sequel it's an action movie yeah yeah you know? um but yeah i, lo- I love the, the the look to the daughter and mm. just that that resolve of like let's, let's do fuck this. some aliens <laughs> out some motherfuckers out. Yeah. um yeah i really dug that um yeah a great ending and as i said very surprising mm. um i was expecting this to go on for another half hour mm. and they the fucked that showdown. alien up they fucked yeah, that alien up. up seriously i love that up. Um, yeah. Anything else that you guys want to talk about? Um, no, we, I think we talked enough about. I, I don't know if we talked enough about the labor scene. Like it was, was, I mean, it was an awesome scene. Like I, I don't know if there's much it more. Was, there. Like, and you know, it went on a bit. It went. It was quite fast, mm-hmm. but I thought Emily Blunt yeah. just really sold it. Yeah, and that I, scream at the end was fucking oh, hectic. Yeah. As well executed as I think everything in this film generally was. I feel like the jump scares were a little, a little on the cheaper side. Um, oh yeah, like man. you get some spring raccoons. The raccoons, yeah. The raccoon. I almost fucking voided my bowels. <laughs> I was like, holy See, shit! I didn't find any of them all that like super effective, but I I thought they were you know pretty. Like I said, yeah. spring-loaded cats. So, you know, so like we, the, the hand yeah. on the shower. So we, we've like, um we've okay. talked about this um a bit, hmm. but in terms of I think in this case it was effective. Because mm. it illustrates, it's not so much for a gag, but it does illustrate how on edge these people are, mm. um, and it kind of it shows that any amount of noise is, you know, for them life and death. Mm. So I, yeah, I, I kind of, um, 
I let that go, even though it turned out to be raccoons, and it did scare me a bit. I was like, okay, but there's a know. lot of jump scares. Yeah, in this. and the hand on the shower scene was. I thought I thought that was the cheapest of all of the jump scares. Uh, yeah, and a lot of jump scares for a movie that I don't think was actually scary at all. Yeah, um, it was very tense when, like, when that tense. animal is just that's it though. When that animal's in, in or that alien or whatever the fuck it was mm. is just like listening in that room, yeah, and Emily yeah. Blunt's behind that water cooler, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, just after she stabbed her foot, yeah. I was fucking freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. intense. Like any time that you heard the animals upstairs or like anything like that, I was just like. Fuck. Now, have you guys seen Don't Breathe? No. Apparently, this is very that. similar. You haven't seen it. Need to see that. Mr. Horror Connoisseur, yeah. Because yeah. I've heard some comparisons from this, okay. and I can say, I can say that. Yeah. I'd yeah. be very keen to say that and see how, how that's executed yeah. Yeah. the yeah, whole same. just don't make a sound thing. Same. Yeah. Mm. Well, anything else, guys? Or are we all good? <sighs> yeah, look, i just I, I got to reiterate. I love this film. Yeah. Three out of um, ten. Would not watch again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Very solid. I kill you. Very solid. Um, I kill you. <laughs> yeah. Such a solid film. I love yeah. like, and, and there's no better way that I can describe it. Simple concept, solid execution. Yeah, yeah. Dino's you know, there. It's welcome. Just lean, mean machine. Love it. The best Cloverfield movie we've had this year. Yeah, probably <laughs> by a wide yeah. margin. Yeah. Alrighty, gang. We'll be back next week. What are we reviewing next week? Something, Only time will tell. Something amazing. Uh, I think sure. Rampage is coming out. Hello. Uh, I don't know if we're actually going <laughs> to review. Yes. We've got to do yes. our <laughs> Avengers and Age of Ultron reviews before <laughs> Infinity War. Okay. That would be cool. Okay, let's do it. Let's that's get together and watch tasking, them. Tasking, tasking. Yeah. Exciting stuff. That's on air. That's a promise now. <laughs> yeah. We always one, one, of, one of George's promises, many promises though. and yeah. bets. And yeah. we, we should the next go... episode of From the Vault coming up? Yeah. We should. Uh, I don't know. We Beyond should review the, the first couple of episodes. And, you know, George made some claims in those first couple of episodes I that I think I should probably. Can, be... we, can we do a commentary on our episodes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah talking should. over ourselves. <laughs> be like, who are these douchebags? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd be interested to see if any of them have come true, or, or more likely have been. How many steak dinners does he owe us now? Oh, I feel like some God, of them have like, come to pass. Approximately zero. The next mm-hmm. week is pretty much paid in, in dinners <laughs> oh, by yeah, now. Sure. Sure. You show me those episodes and we'll go from there. Buddy. George deleting episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Episode we've had, we've had more technical difficulties. I just don't know <laughs> yeah. what happened. All right, George. I thought you we up to episode 120. Yeah. <laughs> six episodes. All righty. Get out of my house. <laughs> Sounds fair. Sorry, sir. Okay, okay, okay. Bye.